Warning, this episode contains adult language, mature situations, french fry obsessed elves, chubby chasing massage therapists, monster girls of all sizes, fetish reverse izakai plots, and muscle exercises. Listener discretion is advised. Episode 321, People Be Liking These Thick Monster Girls. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Spark and Manga Review, some podcasts and reviews about connected enhanced narratives. This is your host, Zan, saying konnichiwa, aloha, bonjourno, and what's up? Yes, we are back for another fun-filled episode of this illustrious podcast, and hope you guys are ready for a pretty fun ride. Because we got some great titles to talk about that are in the manga release of the week, and more importantly... We've got an interesting and very strange manga to talk about today. But first, beforehand, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome. Spyrokin is some podcast of many reviews about connectively enhanced narratives. Pretty much what that means is that every episode we talk about one or two geeky topics, depending on the show you're listening to, and we tell you the pros and cons about it, how the art style is, the characters are, the plot, the image, the overall story arc, and if it's worth investing your time in or not. You don't have to agree with anything that I and my co-hosts say, but we try to be educational, entertaining, enlightening, and most importantly, exciting. You can find any of our earlier episodes at www.spyrokin.com. You can email us at spyrokin at gmail.com. Our review archive is also on the website as well. But you can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcast, Apple Music, iTunes, Stitcher, and several other social media sites. Just type in Spyrokin, S-P-I-R-A-K-N, or Zan Spyrokin, and I guarantee you'll find us one place or another. Now that that housekeeping is out of the way, let's get to something a little bit more exciting, shall we? Because it's been a week, we're almost ready to release our anime next review, and I'm kind of excited to have you guys listen to the interviews we had with Mappa and Kihara-san. I'm really excited to have you guys hear that, but we have to get the okay first from Anime Next. But we'll let you know how that is going on our Instagram and Twitter page. Now, that there's some other things I want to go over, but... I think we can talk about that probably later in another episode because we're going to be releasing a very fun little Tales From episode, which this Tales From is going to be about a very interesting topic that most of us deal with at one time or another. I'm going to just hint at that there and leave it at that. And now let's get to news, specifically the manga releases of the week. And this week is a doozy. We've got an absurdly large amount of them. And what I mean by absurdly, I mean like crazy long. I'm talking about probably 50 titles at least. So uh, for the ones that we have, we currently have 20th Century Boys, The Perfect Edition, Volume 4, A Certain Magical Index, Volume 19, The Light Novel, Not the Manga, A Certain Scientific Accelerator, Volume 9, A Terrified Teacher at Ghoul School, Volume 7, Excel World, Volume 18. I really thought that manga was done. I guess it's still going on. Whatever. Again, Volume 9, Alice in Murderland, Volume 11, Opossum, Volume 3, As Miss Beelzebub Likes, Volume 6, Attack on Titan, Season 3, Part 2, Manga Box Set. I guess that Attack on Titan and Kodansha are not going to just do one straight-up box set. They're going to just split it up by the story arcs, which is a little weird, but, you know, that's how they roll, I guess. Yeah, Boarding School Juliet, Volume 6, Batum, Volume 25, Bunku Stray Dogs, Volume 1, The Light Novel, not the manga. I'm kind of excited to see how that is translated in a light novel form. Also, Volume 11 of the manga for Bungo Straight Dogs is coming out. Uh, 
Dead Mount Death Play Volume 2, Divine Rainment, Magical Girl, Howling Moon Volume 1. These titles are getting weirder and weirder, I swear. For the Kid I Saw in My Dreams Volume 2, Gangsta Cursed, the sequel to Gangsta Volume 5, Goblin Slayer Side Story Year 1 Volume 2, the manga, so this is the prequel to Goblin Slayer, God Shining Moonlight Howling Moon Volume 1, see, another weird series with a really long, absurd title. I guess that the new series that are coming out have weird titles. Golden Kamui Volume 10, Hakumi and Mikochi Tiny Little Life in the Woods Volume 6, Happiness Number 9, Hatsui Haru Volume 7, Is It Wrong to Try to Pick Up Girls in a Dungeon on the Side, Sword, Oratory Volume 9, the light novel coming out. I don't know why there's so many side stories for Kanasuba. It's so weird. I digress. Uh, Kaiju Girl Karmalisa Volume 1, the Kaiju Girl manga. Uh, Kageguri Compulsive Gambler Volume 10. Kanasuba An Explosion of This Wonderful World Volume 1, the manga. Little Miss P. Magasuki 11 through 13. I'm guessing that is going to be a compilation. Monster and the Beast Volume 1. My Little Pony, A Day in the Life of Equestria, Volume 1, for all you MLP fans and bronies. I don't even know if they still exist anymore. I haven't heard anything about them in a while. My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected, Volume 11. My Youth Romantic Comedy is Wrong as I Expected, Volume 7.5, The Light Novel. So you get both of them as well. Nurse Hitomi's Monster Infirmary, Volume 9, the manga. Oh, Maidens and Your Savage. Season 2, the manga, that makes no sense, it shouldn't be Volume 2, not Season 2, but whatever. One Week Friends, Volume 7, Prison School, Volume 13, ReZero, Starting Life in Another World, Volume 10, the light novel. Now this next one I'm really happy about because it was a digital release and now we're getting an actual hard copy release. I'm definitely going to be buying it. I'm talking about Restaurant to Another World, the light novel. I'm excited to see how the light novel compares to the anime and the manga. We have uh, Sailor Moon, Sailor Stars, Season 5, Part 1, the limited edition manga, and the regular edition manga coming out. We have Satan Secretary, Volume 2, Silver Spoon, Volume 9, Sword Art Online, Alternative Gun Gale, Online, Volume 3, the manga, Sword Art Online, Progressive, Volume 6, the light novel, The Asterisk Wars, Volume 10, light novel, The Empty Box and Xerath Marie, Volume 6, Light Novel. The Hero is Overpowered but Overly Cautious, Volume 1, Light Novel. That series I heard is about a guy who gets sent to an Izakai world and he's super paranoid, so he's just like crazy. Uh, The Irregular at Magic High School, Volume 12, Light Novel. We have The Witch's House, The Diary of Ellen, Volume 2. This is manga, The Art of Urasawa Naoki. That's released only in London, I think. Uh, Tokyo Ghoul Re, Volume 11. Ultraman, Volume 12. Wherever Our Eyes Meet, the manga. I don't know if that's a one-shot or what. And finally, the new series called Woof Woof Story, I Told You to Turn Me Into a Pampered Pooch, Not Fenrir, Volume 2, the light novel. I have no idea what that one's about, but it sounds absurd and crazy. I guess it is going to be kind of weird and crazy. But So it's a pretty packed list this week. This is what came out yesterday on Tuesday, so we're going to see hopefully how these go out, and I'm going to put a bunch of these on the Wheel of Manga. I mean, we reviewed a lot of them, though. We reviewed God's Lair. We reviewed, like I said, Restaurant to Another World. We reviewed the original Sailor Moon series a long time ago. I don't know if you want to retread on that. I think I'm going to put Ultraman, Golden Kamui. Is it wrong to pick up girls? No. I think I'll put Kaiju Girls, and I'll try to put down the... Heroes overpowered, but overly cautious to see how that goes. Let me know what you guys think about that. 
So that now that that fun segment's out of the way, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about the review of the episode. So, if you remember from the last episode, I spun that one, that only, the Wheel of Manga. And it dictated on to me that I'd be reviewing a manga that was written by Sink Doach and originally released in 2016 to present by Wani Books. And it's being released over here by Seven Seas. There's currently four volumes out in Japan, two volumes out here. And it is a etchy comedy, fantasy, harem, senin, slice of life exercise series. And the title of this one is called Elf San Wa Yasure Renai, or Plus Sized Elf. This is a manga for those of you who don't feel happy in your, your very, your bodies. It is a body positivity series in a very weird way. It's also like if you combined a fetish series with an entertainment manga with a little dash of sports manga into it to make a very weird and kind of pervy series that apparently is really popular. There is a Instagram model whose favorite series is this, and she actually cosplays as the main character, and it's kind of weird because it's a little... Um, this is for people who, in, who like uh, a little more meat on the bones of people. They like chubby girls. Or girls that are more out of shape, we'll say. But let's get to it, shall we? So the story is that there is this osteopathic relaxation clinic called the Smiley Boar Clinic. And people go there for problems that they have. If they have back issues, body issues, muscle problems. And they're helped by a human massage therapist named Nao Tomatsu. Or Nao. Nao-A. And he works for... Ino Akiha-san, this kind of full-figured woman that's a massage therapist who's also a drunk, constantly wants him to drink with her, kind of flirts with her a little bit. And he admits that she's kind of why they have good clientele because guys are into her. So one day he's off work, he's going to go home, and his boss stops him and says, there's a really creepy person here. Can you take this from me, please? I'll make it worth your while. Intent, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more, say no more. So he's like, fine, I'll do it. And he calls this person in, and the person's name is Elfuda. And she's there for the uh, the body uh, massage and the diet plan. And when he sees her, she's wearing a track suit, she's got a, a ski cap on, and she has glasses and a mask over her face, one of those hospital masks that you see in Japan all the time. So he tells her she has to take some of the clothes off so he can work on her. So she opens up her shirt her tracksuit, and she has a t-shirt underneath that says, I love oil. Kind of weird, but whatever. She takes off her glasses and her mask, and she is beautiful. Like, oddly beautiful. And, like, surprisingly super beautiful. And also, but she won't take her hat off for reasons. Her hat looks like there's some bumps that are a little higher than normal. Like, if her ears are weird and elongated, he's kind of confused about it. He's like, whatever. So tell me a little bit about yourself. So you're... You want to lose some weight? Like, yeah, I used to work in the forest all the time. And when I was in the forest, I was running and I was exercising. And now that I'm here, I don't lose weight. I want to go home and be able to look better. You know, I want to look better so I can go home. He's like, okay, all right. Your forest, that's weird. So you're the forest of like uh, Akikahara or one of these other forests. He's like, no, it's the forest of Kamisio. Like, what the hell is Kamisio? That's a weird word. And then he's like, so how old are you? And she's like, I'm 200. I mean, I'm 20. She was going to say she was 200. What the hell? And she looks like she has big ears. She's from the forest. Her name is Elf. Udo, like an elf? 
maybe she's an elf. But he doesn't persist. He ends up giving her a massage, rubbing her back. She's getting very, well, it feels really good. And as she's enjoying the massage, her hat pops off and he sees she is a light elf. She's an elf. She has big ears and she has blonde hair. He's like, oh my God, you're an elf. And she pulls out a bow and arrow and she's going to shoot him. The human, you know my true identity. I'm going to kill you now because you know my true identity. It's all your human's fault anyway because you make the good food. Because where I'm from, we don't have any of this stuff. All we do is we, we boil food or we eat it raw. But no, you have the amazingness that is oil. And then you put the awesome French fries and I have to eat all them. So apparently, Elfuda is a light elf who is addicted to French fries. And because she eats so many French fries, she has a little bit of a jelly belly, as she says. So she wants now to, or as she calls him, human, to help her lose the weight. And he says, look, I can help you. Look, we can do this. We'll help you lose the weight. And she says the reason why she has to lose weight is because she has to, she can't fit through the dimensional hole now because there's a dimensional gateway to go to her world. And because she's eaten so many French fries, she has, she's a little too big for the gateway, apparently. So he ends up agreeing to help her, albeit because he kind of likes her, but more importantly, it's because he's got a bow and arrow pointed at him and he wants to save his life. So he ends up helping her. She loses her weight. Next time, it shows a month later. Oh, he's made sure she does not eat any French fries at all. She says, you can't have any French fries. No French fries. And you can work out and we'll do this. So she loses the weight. She's good. She goes. She's like, thank you so much. She's wearing a regular elf outfit. Looks really cute. And now she's able to go home. So she disappears and walks out of his life forever. Or so he thinks. A week later, he decides to get himself a hamburger because he wants to take a treat for himself because he's worked so hard. And as he walks in, he sees in the corner of his eye a person shoveling french fries into their mouth wearing a, a t-shirt. Yes, Elfuda is still on Earth. What happens is that she kind of lied about the portal. It's not as hard to get in and out as it does, but now she can jump back and forth and she now knows the method to lose weight so she can go back home whenever she wants. And she's going to stay here to eat as many french fries as she wants. Also, she tries the other things like potato salad and chips. And she likes specific types of French fries and the different cuts and the different styles. So this is about her with that. Then the next story is it's like a month later and he ends up going to a convenience store. He rented a movie for himself. It's his night off. He's going to relax. He goes to the convenience store and he notices something weird. Something short and small running around the convenience store. No, it's not a mouse. It is a short thing with a skull face. And the convenience store clerk is dark-skinned, and she's also wearing a hat. Turns out that he stumbles upon the fact that this mean girl is actually a dark elf. This is Kuroda, a dark elf, who's a convenience store clerk who's stressed out because she can't... She Her power is low. Now, why is her power low? The reason why is that she has to have, like, raiments on. And when she wears her raiments... It gives her all the power she can. Since she's stuck on Earth, she has to, you know, do work. And she works at this convenience store, and she wants to do well because it's only her and the manager. And she's been able to survive because she used to be able to have golems appear. And now she can only, she used to be able to summon eight at a time. Now she can only summon one. Now, why can't she get the rain raiments on? Well, unlike our elf friend Elfuda, who has a jelly belly, 
this girl has a bubble butt. Or as uh, Elfuda says, it looks like a chocolate manju bun. <laughs> yeah, because as she's threatening uh, Naue, uh, Elfuda shows up to yell at her. Well, actually, she's there because she wants to get french fries. And what type of french fries? She wants straight cut french fries. And she goes to buy it. Uh, Kuroda ends up throwing the money on the table, being very rude to her, and doesn't give her a straight cut, gives her wedge cut. And she hates wedge cut. She wants straight cut. And they have a huge argument. And she's going to kill the human, unless he can help her out, because she has a problem with her butt, and he notices that she has swelling in her legs. So what he's going to do, he's like, can you sit down for a second? He's going to do some massaging for her. And he ends up trying to massage her legs a little bit to get her to relax. And then when he massages her, it hurts. And she says, you're trying to hurt me. You're in league with that white elf. And she stands up. And the pain in her feet are gone. It's like, I was, it's just, I'm sorry it hurt so much. It was just, they were so, so tense. I had to pop a pressure point, but it's good now. It's like, if you want to lose the weight and you want to relax, do these exercises every day. And he shows her a bunch of exercises that she can do. And they're very simple. It's like, you know, leg raises and it's wall push-ups, things like that. And so he ends up saving the day for this, this dark elf. And so next chapter, uh, now he is trying to get uh, Elfuda to not eat any more potatoes because she needs to lose weight and she's constantly like, I'm battling my weight loss because, you know, I want to be thin, but I like potatoes. So he's like, I'll find you some other food. So they end up going to a fish market. And what is it, this fish market? There's a girl who's kind of has a weird accent. She's acting kind of strange. And as they're talking, she stops in the middle of her sales pitch, goes, gets a bucket, fills it with water, pours anti-chlorine fluid into it and then sticks her head into it. What the hell? Turns out this girl is Marrow. She is a mermaid. She works at the fish market and her thing is that she has problems with her arms. Her arms are flabby because she can't swim anymore. And she's not able to swim in her human form. It's not good. She Because she has like a mermaid, she has a, a tail, but she's able to be human form. When she's in human form, she's not she's just walking around. So her legs are now good, but her arms are... <clears throat> So he ends up teaching her different weight techniques, including something I didn't know. If you fill up a two-liter bottle, that's three pounds, and you can do exercises with that. So that is how he saves a day. And then she horrifies Elfuda by making a joke about that the fish, the caviar that she gave them was her fish eggs, and now Elfuda will never eat fish again. Oh, no, back to the drawing board. And then from there, it goes to some of the other characters they deal with, like there's a mandragora, uh, pretty much a plant person who has on her top of her head, she has a little flower. And as she's in the sun, the flower gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And also her boobs get bigger and bigger and bigger. And he has to fix her back issues because he buys her a corset. Because Elfuda bought a corset that'll make her thin or so she thinks it doesn't. So he ends up giving her a corset and that helps her out. And also gives her a parasol. So during the day, she goes under the parasol and her flower gets smaller and she likes to human. And then there is another um, situation where you have the two elves end up dragging uh, the boss to a hot springs. And what's in the hot springs? There's a rumor that at midnight, an, a monster shows up in the sauna. Either they've been to a sauna before, so they go into a sauna. And in the sauna, there is an ogre girl. And she's big and kind of chubby. And why is she big and chubby? Because she drinks beer after she goes to... The sauna because it's good and that's what she does it's all about the beer for her and so they have to teach her exercises to lose beer you get the joke 
every single chapter. There's a girl who has some, there is a monster girl who has some sort of issue. He's able to resolve it until it gets to the obligatory point of them having a beach episode. And even the beach episode has a new girl shows up. And we have girls like this, like Canthrope shows up, an orc shows up, a hobbit girl shows up, a succumbus shows up who likes to cook food for him. He wants to make her, she wants to make him fat, not her fat, because she likes cooking. So obviously, Sink Doge is obsessed with chubby girls and fat, which is kind of, hey, it's your thing. If you're cool with that, that's cool. I mean, it's fine to have, it's, fi it's, it's uh, fine to show the healthy aspects of it. It's, 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 it's kind of weird. It's a very, let's be honest, it's a very fetishy manga. It's, it's focusing on, you know, there are these shots that are fan service -y, but they're like fan service for guts and for flabby arms and flabby legs and flabby thighs. And it's not particularly my cup of tea, to be honest with you. I, it's intriguing, I will admit, up to a point, especially when you have some of the more interesting designs for the characters. Like, I love the Lycanthropes design. I love the Succumbus' design. The orc, I think, is garbage because they pull the trick that Japan has where the orc is like a pig girl. Like, if you first see her, she's like, don't eat the piggy. And you're like, what? It's like, but, you know, when I think of orc, I think, well, Lord of the Rings changed the aspect of orc. If you look in the history of orcs, originally orcs had, like, pig faces, and then they changed them to be more, like, bastardized elf goblin things. So it depends on what, what you think. I just, I don't like that style of orc. I don't like the pig style. So it's kind of, eh. But it's not terrible. It's not great. It's not terrible. It's, an, it's a... Manga that is very, we'll say, it's of a particular taste. Now, besides the design of the girls, it is well drawn. It's very, uh, it has its own style that you could tell it's its own style. Sink uh, Doge has a definitely a style that you can tell. It's something which is unique to them, and it's intriguing. And I gotta say, it's not bad. Also, the designs of the characters. And also the, the scenes when they're doing the exercises are drawn really well and they're very detailed. I give it points for that. Uh, I just, like I said, I knock off points because it is... You could tell this probably was a doujinshi at one point where a lot of other stuff happened. The french fry porn is a little much. The Elfuda has like that, uh, the, the ahego, the, the cum face. <laughs> whenever she's eating french fries, so yeah. So out of our rating system, I'm gonna have to give this a, a gift for me crazy Aunt Muriel. It is okay, but forgettable. Now, you're probably wondering why am I saying it's okay, forgettable, because it is such a weird manga, it's such a niche manga. The reason why is that, honestly, I'll probably forget about this next week. I'm not into the scene it's i'm it's not my demographic i'm surprised seven seas well seven seas picked it up for reasons and they can and it's an etchy series so i'm fine with that everyone has their own thing but i just it's not for me and it loses a lot of points for the fetishy aspects of it i mean if you disagree with me you can email me zanspocket.com let me know what you think i just it's not my thing and i just it's a little off-putting at times not really uh, it's just that the girls, I find, like, some look really good. Some do not look good. It's 
it's like the design of the characters, some are designed really well and they're actually like, you know, they look like the design work for the character is very well done and looks good, but then there are others that it looks bad and I don't know. It's just like some of the designs I don't like. I don't like them. I'm like the orc. I don't like the design. The ogre, I don't like the design. The mermaid, really, I don't like the design because they gave her piranha teeth and, uh, well, anyway, I'm just babbling. Like I said, if you disagree with me, email me at You can email me personally at uh, spirekin.gmail.com. You can direct message me at spirekin. And, well, so now that the review's out of the way, let's get to the part you've all been waiting for. What am I talking about? I'm talking about that one. That only. The friends of wheel of manga except most of us know what is the wheel of manga the wheel of manga is a wheel of fortune with 10 slots on it organizers want to spin that one that only the wheel of manga whatever number it lands on that's we're reviewing the next episode of the spark and manga review episode 322 and we've got some very cool and very fun series on there also right now there is a cat who has appeared the maddie has shown up anyway so let us get to that part and spin and see what we're going to do because we have some great titles, like I said, Golden Conway's on there and some other weird ones. So let's see. That was a pretty good spin. Number five. Hmm. So, in the next episode of the Spark and Manga Review, I'm going to be reviewing a manga about a bear. Or multiple bears. I don't know. It's called Kuma 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 Bear. Okay, Kuma 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 Bear. So, it might be about three bears. It might be a comical version of We Bear Bears. I don't know. We'll find out. So, I guess that's it for this episode. Um, anyway, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. This is your host, Zan. I'm Gonsville. Keep reading manga. Bye.